It's another week right here on Locked On Spurs. Let's welcome back Dr. Ryan McCorkle. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kins 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hope everybody's having a great work week, and we got you covered here to get you through the busy day. Hey, what are we talking about today? Well, as you heard right now, Dr. Ryan McCorkle is back. His final appearance in the regular season. That's right. Uh, we're going to have a little fun with that. Uh, but we're going to get to some big topics like Spurs fans are going to be thinking about now that the offseason is here such as what are off-season regiments going to look like for your silver and black? What about risk of injury for those players that opt to represent their countries in the international play over the summer or just pick up the ball and join those pro-am games you see during the off-season? And then what is the vibe in Austin right now as the San Antonio Spurs invade Austin this week for a pair of games? What's it like out there? Let's go and bring him on. He is Dr. Ryan McCorkle. We're, we're 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 sad, but we're not sad that this is your last regular season the show here because uh, you're going to be in during the off season. Just you know, we're going to scale it back a bit. Totally understandable. I, yeah. I will be happy to uh, be around whenever you need me, and uh, highlight of my week is getting to talk to you and uh, and the li- the listeners. So whenever exactly. you uh, need me, I'll be around. And next season, we'll uh, we'll go back to a weekly. Weekly, yeah. So uh, everybody, know, Doctor Ryan McCorkle is not leaving Locked On Spurs. He's just going to scale back a bit with the offseason here. Definitely going to be talking to you, especially when the draft comes around and these offseason workouts are kicking in and whatnot. Make sure to follow Doctor Ryan McCorkle on Twitter at Austin ER Doc. He's a medical doctor out in Austin with the St. David's Medical Center, and he's also with the backstage uh, medicine and concierge practice. He'll talk about that shortly. So, Doctor, the offseason is right around the corner. A couple of games in Austin first and the game in Dallas, and that's all she wrote. Now, one thing that Spurs fans always think about during these um, these quiet times of the NBA offseason is Spurs staying in shape. Spurs taking maybe too much time off. You, you know, what for a professional athlete, whether you're a silver and black player, NFL player, or an NHL, whatever – how critical is the off season in anticipation of the new season? It's, you know, absolutely crucial. Um, what you, how you spend your off season. Um, I think it, it really is what separates tiers of different players in the NBA is how they spend that off season. Um, and the way they train, I think, you know, Kobe was famous for off season workouts starting at, you know, four or five in the morning and trying to add a particular, skill set each off season. Uh, I think speaking in generalities, most players get away from running as much five on five during the off season. They work more drill work, more conditioning work, but those old school days of off season being just, you know, do nothing and then play yourself into shape during training camp in the early part of the season. Uh, that's over. You kind of got to stay in shape 365 days a year. Uh, but they're, like you said, we're trying to avoid injury. So there's, there's less five on five work, uh, unless, as we're going to get into in our next topic, unless you're playing competitively for your country or, or in one of those leagues. Uh, it's more people are doing their, their conditioning and their individual skill work to develop, uh, an outside shot or a particular move during the offseason. Yeah. 
Yeah, gone are the days of Larry Bird. Uh, his all, his career was partially cut short because in the offseason, he would farm and tend to his mom's house, repair fences, you know, take out the trash, you know, build concrete slabs and build a patio deck. And then it had hurt him. And, you know, now you fast forward today, as you mentioned, you know, players who take this very seriously. Now, you can expect some downtime for these players. You know, I mean, there's probably going to be social media photos of Devin Vassell in Atlanta with his family or Keldon Johnson, you know, taking it easy, whatever, Mexico City, you know, taking a vacation. That's fine. But how do you balance the offseason in the sense of you want your body to heal up? Now, granted, these these guys are, for the most of them, they're, they're very young in this current roster. But at the same time, keep that in shape uh, that you need, as well as the mental side of it. Because the Spurs, this, this young Spurs squad is going to have a very long offseason before the training camp begins, Doctor. Yes. So, I mean, it's a, it's a little different situation for these Spurs because they are so young. Uh, they don't have as many miles on their body. I think players who have been, you know, more experienced in the in the league longer and have more miles on them tend to do more things that are non-impact. You know, there's not as much jumping, you know, landing, um, and especially you're not you're not taking in contact because you're not doing five on five. Uh, yeah. It's just doing non-contact things to stay in cardiovascular shape, but not have the pounding on your joints. A lot of pool work. Uh, with zero weight, uh, th- those kind of things that get you through through moving your body and keeping your conditioning up without putting um, wear and tear on your on your joints and, and giving your body a break from the pounding of an NBA season. Uh, and what you were talking oh, about? Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Well, you were talking about uh, taking vacations and thing. I think both Kobe and LeBron are are famous for this. Uh, that's a that's another tier. <laughs> Uh, in the yeah. NBA, also having money and and the opportunity sure. to do this, it's being mm-hmm. able to go like up to Italy on vacation. Or Kobe used to go to like Disney with his kids, and then get up at five in the morning, do their workouts between you know five and seven or five and eight, and then have the rest of their day to spend with their family. So just because you're seeing pictures of them on vacation doing things, doesn't mean that they're not getting two or three hours of workout you know in the morning before going out and, and, and relaxing and doing the, the things that everybody should be doing in their off time uh, anyway. I find it interesting that during your talk right now, you said that cardiovascular, and then you kind of put a big inflection on that. You said cardiovascular, they got to stay in shape. So is that like the biggest setback, quote unquote, most of these players could experience is just the cardiovascular side of things. You know, sure, maybe they may take a few more days off from the weight room, you know, uh, being, you know, having their muscles strong, but that heart muscle, how key is that in the off season to not get soft? Absolutely. You know, we, we talk about putting on weight. I think, you know, Luke is a good example of that. A lot, the last couple of off seasons, you've seen him come back, you know, a little bit fluffy and having to play his way in shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maintaining that cardiovascular fitness, your, your wind uh, is key to it not being miserable during training camp in the beginning part of the season. Uh, and it's a lot easier to stay in shape than it is to get in shape. So mm-hmm. I, when they, when they keep up that cardio training, uh, that makes going into the season just worlds easier. And that, that is accompanied by also keeping the weight off. It's, it's those people that don't, uh, don't do any conditioning. Don't, uh, and then eat whatever they want when you combine losing the cardiovascular conditioning and added weight that you're carrying, it's just, 
it's a recipe for injury and a miserable start to the season. Yeah, you mentioned Luca. Another good example is Nikola Jokic and Joker. You know, how often, at least prior to this season, where he would come in just looking, as you mentioned, fluffy, you know, just heavy on the heavy side. But he took it seriously this year. And again, you know, he's an MVP candidate, he really slimmed down. It's re- it's now you really see players taking advantage of the offseason and slimming down, as we saw with Joker. We even saw it with Tim Duncan. And he took a, he had one year where he was a little on the heavier side, took a year off and slimmed down, extended his, uh, you know, playing career as, as much as he could. And and that's that seems to be the common thread with a lot of these players is extending their their NBA career from LeBron to Kobe to Timmy. This is now almost the norm among NBA players, Doctor. It is. And I think we, we see the learning curve for multiple players. Hopefully, you know, we'll see <laughs> we'll see them learn from, from past mistakes uh, and stop repeating this pattern. But what it is is early in their careers, I can still eat whatever I want, work out whenever I want, and feel fine because I'm 20, 21, 22. Then you have that break where they realize, you know what, I can't eat whatever I want. I need to watch my nutrition. I need to watch my cardiovascular fitness uh, if I'm going to be able to sustain this long term. Mm-hmm. Then what happens is a lot of these players start to take advantage of the the training programs that they're and, and trainers that their teams offer and then they bulk up they get mm-hmm. you know a, a lot of young guys you know in, in their early mid-20s like the look and feel of being stronger uh the muscular definition you know just a little mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of vanity to it um, right and so we saw kobe bulk up we saw lebron bulk up get really muscular you mentioned timmy and then realize that for this particular sport, that is not really conducive to a long career. You're carrying too much weight. It's too much beating on your knees, your ankles. Uh, and then you saw him slim down. Uh, if you remember, Kobe came in the one year and he was jacked. Same with LeBron. Mm-hmm. He'd added all this, this muscle. Uh, and yeah, it was great for posting up and all that. But they realized that they wore down and they had a lot of knee and ankle pain afterwards. They slimmed back down. Uh, and once they slim back down and were in better cardiovascular shape and carry a little bit less muscle bulk, uh, it was conducive to a much longer career and feeling better late in the season. He is Dr. Ryan McCorkle right here on Locked On Spurs discussing about your silver and black, the NBA offseason regimen, and much, much more. So there you have it. You know, some kind of tips uh, for you, even just a common person like you and me, uh, everybody listening, uh, you know, how to stay in shape. You know, cardiovascular. That if you've you've listened to Doctor McCorkle's chats with us, he always emphasizes the cardio side of things. He rarely emphasizes the weight training side, and you do once in a while. You you give it a thumbs up, <laughs> but when it comes to that heart muscle cardiovascular, Doctor is all about that. So hopefully, the young Spurs will continue that in their off season. When we get back, we're going to talk about risk of injury with Doctor Ryan McCorkle. A lot of NBA players either represent their for their, their country and international play, or they go in those pro-am games, why uh, you should or should not be concerned about risk of injury and much, much more. Hey, I want to talk to you about Ibotta. you got to get this thing right now, whether it's groceries, school supplies, or getting a little something for yourself. You know you're already doing it, so why not get cash back for it with Ibotta? Watching your closet grow after every purchase of all of last season's trends 
How about watching your cash back grow with each purchase? Purchase, excuse me, with Ibotta. Look, we're always throwing money away um, at whether or we're getting something for that we need, like your kids' supplies. Again, you got to get Ibotta. It's time to stop spending your hard-earned money without getting anything in return. Enter Ibotta. You can get cash back on everything from every shopping trip. Gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. Just link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop. You get your cash back that easy. Ibotta gives you real cash back, no points. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers, too, when you start with Ibotta. This includes Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and much, much more. Basically, you can earn cash back on every shopping trip. The average Ibotta user earns about 120 bucks, 120 bucks a year in real cash back. That cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners just, you know, for trying Ibotta, $5 by using the code LOCKED when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code LOCKED. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code LOCK right now. And I also want to talk to you about our newest sponsor right here on Lockdown Spurs. It is Mutzlinger's Drive-Thru Coffee, my favorite spot in San Antonio to get that cup of joe. And if you stayed up late last night catching the end of the Spurs game and you need a quick pick-me-up, you got to go to Mutzlinger's right now. Mudslingers is locally owned an independent coffee shop, and they're proud to make delicious coffee in our community. They do it fast and friendly, so you can get on with your day. Whether you're in the mood for a latte cold brew or a Red Bull-infused lightning bolt, that sounds good already. I got to get that right now. They have drinks for every taste. They also have a wide selection of dairy alternatives, low-calorie options, even caffeine-free drinks for those who just want to take it easy. Swing by Mudslingers Drive-Thru Coffee for a tasty and convenient caffeine fix right now. They're located at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 281 and 1604. Open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. No excuse for you to not go get yourself a cup of coffee over at Mudslingers Drive-Thru Coffee. 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 281 and 1604. Life is too short for bland coffee. Let's go and bring them back. Dr. Ryan McCorkle, and we're talking about your silver and black and injuries in the offseason. Now, doctor, one thing that Spurs fans have always had an issue with, uh, especially in San Antonio with a lot of international players, is international play in the offseason. From Mono Ginobili representing uh, Team Argentina, Thiago Splitter representing uh, Team Brazil, Boris Diaw, Tony Parker with Team France. A lot of Spurs fans say, yeah, that's cool, Manu, Tony, but take it easy when you're over there. Risk of injury. Now, lately, we've been seeing the rise of Pro-Am games. DeJounte Murray did it last year. Uh, we've seen DeMar DeRozan do it when he was a Spur. Likely going to see some Spurs this this offseason do it as well. Why should fans be worried or not worried about risk of injury for these players that could either be wearing their country's colors or just picking up the ball and jumping in at a pro-am game? Um, I think, well, obviously it, it did not hurt the Spurs um, right. success when Manu and Boris and, and, and Tiago were all playing for their countries. Uh, we seem to still do just fine when the NBA season came around. Um, I think that's actually kind of a more controlled environment. You know, you have officials, 
uh, you have a training staff, all that with these with the national teams. Uh, I think your your risk of injury is higher when you go to these pro ams where you have you know guys who are working for UPS all day who are mm-hmm. you know this is their their moment in the sun, you know, and they can get out of control and 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 hurt an NBA player. Um, I'd be more concerned about the pros, but they're, they're one-offs, right? The, the pros you're talking, you know, two or three games. So eventually the law of large numbers, somebody is going to get hurt, but you, they can get hurt. You know, a lot of these players go and play at, you know, a lifetime fitness or something mm-hmm. in the, in the off season just to get a run in and, uh, and they can get hurt there too for, for the same reasons. So I think, a lot of the players don't want to do a lot of five on five. We talked about earlier because they get enough of that during the season and, and the beating on their bodies. Uh, so playing internationally, it, it is, you know, still more five on five, more contact, uh, a lot of uh, wear and tear, but the risk of injury is not any greater than, you know, if they're playing at, at, at a fitness center. So I, I think it's something that really adds to the legacy of their career, something that, that, um, is important to a lot of these people with their, with their identity. And, and that there, there's nothing wrong with that. And I understand that NBA fans and NBA owners, especially that is an asset that they are paying for. And anytime that it's at risk, they're not going to like it. But uh, you know, especially the younger players, um, when we talked about Luca playing for Slovenia, you know, that's a lot of miles when you're, when you're making a deep playoff run, then you're playing internationally, then you're coming back. Um, that can be one thing, but obviously the Spurs aren't going to the playoffs. You know, it's not a deep run. It's less miles. The younger, you know, Jeremy playing for Poland, he's a, he's a young guy. There's, I don't think we're we're worried about how many miles he's putting on his legs at this point. Yeah, look, look Spurs fans are going to say, Jeremy, please take it easy if he does decide to represent Team Poland this off season. But you know, you're right. The Spurs really haven't had any major incident when it comes to international play i can't think of a one where a player was just lost for the season the, the most recent one is i think it's galanari with team italy and uh, he was shut down because he had a, had a bad, bad injury playing for uh, international last offseason but another thing to keep an eye on is if the spurs do win the lottery they're gonna get a french guy named Wimbayana, and you can't tell me he ain't gonna be recruited heavily to play for team france out in olympic play or just fifa tournaments and with his body structure, I think that's really going to get Spurs fans worried. And so much so, Doctor, that NBA teams take out insurance policies on these players. I mean, Manu had insurance policies. Tony had insurance policies. Even Yaka Pertle, he had a – and that was almost like a, a hold-up for him for representing um, his country when uh, yep. he suited up for Austria. You know, that was close. He, the Spurs and them, they had some issues with the insurance and they got it done. Nevertheless, you're right. This is an investment, but I think it's going to get heightened, especially if Wimby comes here, doctor. Sure. When, when, when your whole franchise, you know, it is their, their, their future rests on, on the health of that one player, then yeah, the stakes are, are a whole lot higher with somebody like, like Victor, but I mean, same with Luca, but he goes and he plays and, and uh, I don't know. I, I, I wonder. This is just just me thinking about it. If if fans, American fans, would be more or less inclined uh, to be understanding about their their favorite NBA team playing if they were playing for this country versus playing for Poland, Slovenia, France. 
Uh, I don't know. They are definitely taking out insurance policies on these players. And before, it almost used to be a point of contention where they'd be like, if you choose mm-hmm. to do this and you get hurt, you're going to forfeit yeah. so much of your salary. But, I mean, I don't even think the money as far as paying the player's salary is that much of a concern for you know billionaires that own these teams. They're more concerned about how it's going to affect their their franchise and their team going forward, not not how much money it's going to cost them you know, as far as the player's contract goes, but how that player's health can affect the success of the team overall. So, yeah, they're always going to discourage them from playing internationally. But I, I, I get it. I understand it. And I, I don't think we're seeing a rash of injuries where we're like, hey, this has got to stop. And just the, the international game has less contact, too. It's not playoff NBA basketball. You know, the lane is wider. The game is more spread out. And, you know, you're not taking hard fouls as much as you see in, in playoff NBA ball. The other thing, too, is that the Spurs historically have been encouraging uh, when it comes to their players representing their country. I think there is maybe one time that I can recall offhand they seriously were trying to convince Manu not to represent Team Argentina. But other than that, no, usually for the most part, at least what we know, the very thumbs up, go represent, take care of yourself, but how are we going to get that insurance policy on you, which is fair. So, yes, but, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing, you know, that's going to happen. And would it be surprised if Kelton joins a, a pro-am this off season, Trey Jones, he'll likely do it. He and his brother run one in Minnesota, you know, they, where they were born and raised. So yeah, it's going to happen. And Spurs fans are going to cry and complain and kick the ground. Why are you doing that? You're, you're risking it. Why is Sohan out there, you, you know, getting squashed by some big Slovenian center and, you know, what's going on here? So it, it's just <laughs> it's just natural. But is it just really a case of you can get injured no matter what? I can just, after we're done talk, talking, I can get up, and go to the bathroom and trip and break my leg. And it's just something that can happen. Absolutely. And and they're they're playing the sport that they love and they're doing it mostly in a controlled environment. And like we talked about with the training staffs and things, it's not the same as, you know, I mean, whatever you want to talk about, being out on four wheelers, riding a motorcycle, mm-hmm. you know, jet skis, nobody hassles them about that. And the, the risk of catastrophic injury there, you know, is you know, way higher, which is why most of these people have things in their contract where they're not allowed to go do those things. But then, you know, it happens anyway. And then we get those stories about how they fell down the stairs in their house. <laughs> that doesn't violate the terms of their contract. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that pro-ams, I think if I'm just making a logical argument, pro-ams are more dangerous because you're dealing with people who are not professional players, people who may have different motivations. And if you don't know how to play, and control have the body control that an NBA or a, or an international player has. The the odds of getting hurt are way greater. A, a reason why you don't see as many NBA players playing in their local mm-hmm. lifetime fitness or whatever is right. just because you find when you play with true true amateurs that don't have the body control, they end up hurting people even just accidentally. And there's also this too. You know, the Spurs can see it as a benefit for seeing uh, at least in Jeremy's. Uh, side of things, staying in shape, playing organized ball, you know, keeping his skills sharp in the off season. So there's a lot of pros and cons to this. Obviously the biggest con is something happens to them physically, but 
yeah, you, you know, sure, go, Jeremy, go play, go into a training camp situation, go play in the pressure cooker games, you know, with the gold medal on the line, you know, get that experience. So, yeah, go for it. But, you know, you do run the risk. But hopefully um, everybody is going to be okay this offseason. Spurs come back next season, <laughs> raring to go. Maybe, just maybe Victor in uniform, Doctor. That would be, that'd be great to see that. Oh, Who knows? That Crossing fingers. That would be very incredible. Uh, when we get back, we're going to ask Doctor, what is the vibe right now in Austin as the Spurs invade the Texas Capitol for a couple games out in Austin, Texas, right here on Lockdown Spurs. I want to talk to you about FanDuel. NBA playoffs are right here, right around the corner. Now is the perfect time to download the FanDuel app, America's number one sports book. Why? Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app right now. It's safe, secure, very, very easy to use. And look, you download it, you get it, and you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drains. You can include things like the money line, the spread, rebounds, assists, two times three, two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. You can have fun with it. FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a bigger chance at a bigger payout with same game parlay as well. So don't miss out on your chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And once again, I want to urge everybody to go to Mud Slingers Coffee right now. Look no further. If you need that, Latte, that cold brew, you want to go to Muslinger's Drive-Thru Coffee. It's locally owned, independent coffee shop, proud to make delicious coffee for our San Antonio community. They do it fast and friendly so you can get on with your day. As mentioned, they got latte, they got the cold brew, they got the Red Bull-infused lightning bolt. They got so many surprises on that menu, you wouldn't even know where to begin, but you'll be walking away with a great tasting drink. They have drinks for every taste. They also have a wide selection of dairy alternatives, low-calorie options, even caffeine-free drinks for those who just want to take it easy. Smud Slingers Drive-Thru Coffee is a tasty and convenient way to get your caffeine fix. Located at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 21 and 1604, they're open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 21 and 1604. Life is too short for bland coffee. It's going to bring him back, Dr. Ryan McCorkle, making his final regular season appearance on Lockdown Spurs, but he's not going anywhere. He's just going to be, uh, you know, coming on with maybe twice a month. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that once we're done with this episode of Lockdown Spurs. But, Doctor, you're in the center of all things San Antonio Spurs as, well, today, the Spurs start game one of the I 35 series out in Austin. It's a pair of games at the Moody Center. The Spurs have invaded Austin. What's the vibe out there, Doctor? Oh, man, it, it's great. Especially, I mean, we will be totally honest and upfront that, you know, this is the very tail end of a of a kind of a a definite rebuilding season or, or even a lost season, I guess one might say. Um, and against Portland, at least on Thursday, with Damian Lillard not playing, right. it's not that the game has a lot of stakes to it. But the vibe of getting at the NBA here in Austin for a couple of games, getting to see the Spurs, um, and just the environment has been really, really fun. Uh, and the city is really excited about it. And the Spurs have put a lot into to making the experience great because the, the game may, may be a little lackluster uh, given where we are in the season and how the season has progressed. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's still just they, – they've really gone – 
above and beyond. I went down to Native Hostel here um, on the east side of Austin uh, is kind of the headquarters for where the Spurs all, all set up. They have their little pop-up trailer there with the merch. And then there's this, they've done this really cool installation with a couple of like pop a shot set up. There's a, a theater room showing the, the highlights from the championship years, the, the docuseries that the Spurs did this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these little art installations of uh, basketballs painted in different ways mixed with um, uh, collages of uh, the Spurs history uh, and some really interesting lighting that's uh that's really made for a cool art installation and a cool little uh place for people to come kind of get excited about having the nba in austin which we don't we haven't had before so right. so it's, it's it's been a lot of fun yeah i also know the uh, spurs help reopen and slash renovate a basketball court for the kids out in the austin community they just announced they did actually a couple of days ago the coyote was there you mentioned the cost of the spurs there's food trucks. I mean, they're, the Spurs are really putting their full f- force out in Austin. Why? Because they want to make Austin, as well as San Antonio, which is home base, a regional area for the Spurs. There, I spoke with uh, Brandon James, the VP of Basketball Administration for the Spurs recently, right here on Lockdown Spurs, and he said they want to make the Spurs the regional NBA team. You know, from Austin to San Antonio to Bernie to Kendall County to Laredo to you know, Gonzalez, Texas, you know, they really want to make San Antonio Spurs that big. And that's what the part of it is, their marketing footprint. They want to expand. R.C. Buford said a way to keep up, you know, with ratings and market share is to expand their market. It's hard for San Antonio to compete with uh, L.A. or New York or Chicago. So this is a way they can do that. Doctor, will you be going to those games? I believe I'm going to go tomorrow because I'm I'm off. <laughs> I work during the game. I'll be in the ER. It's a three o'clock start on Saturday, so I'll be working in the ER from two to nine thirty. So I probably will miss the the Minnesota game, which is a shame because I really I, I saw them play the Bulls last year and watching Anthony Edwards and is really something special. Yeah, you can be fun. I'm sorry to sorry to miss that, but I and I was really hoping to see Damian Lillard play in person tomorrow night. I think I'll I'll probably. And you know, pick up some last minute tickets just to be in the arena and feel the environment uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow evening. Uh, won't be able to make the one on Saturday, but I've been doing a lot of the the community mm-hmm. events. You mentioned yeah. that Dove Park that they they redid, and they have plans to do several other parks. And you're mm-hmm. right, the the market. If you can put San Antonio and Austin together, then you have a a, a pretty decent sized competitive market. It's nothing like Houston or Dallas, right. you know, with a six or seven million. Um, mm-hmm person population base in Houston and probably four in the Dallas Fort Worth area, you put Austin and San Antonio together, you're still only around two, maybe two and a half, three million, but it really, it doubles the the market share that they can have. So, you know, it's not that we want to steal the team from San Antonio, that's the Mm -hmm. San Antonio Spurs, you know, that, that legacy should, should never change, but it would be, it's very cool with us already having the Austin Spurs to get the, the city more excited about, you know, it's just a 45 minute drive down to the AT&T center so that maybe we can be a combined market going forward. Yeah, I believe Mono Ginobili's out in Austin. Uh, there'll be other team legends there. Some, as we joked about the last time you were on, you know, some celebrities are rumored to be there as well. So it's showing up to be a um, really good ticket. And for those fans going, whether in Austin or driving from San Antonio, it's going to be a great time. Maybe the product on the court will be weird. And, you know, we kind of know what the, 
you know, I don't know. Portland and San Antonio, who knows? That's a coin flip. Yeah, I think they're both, you know, done for the season. But definitely <laughs> that Minnesota game may be interesting because Minnesota does have something to play for. So you might see their best foot forward. So that will be interesting. But nevertheless, you know, in Austin, it's it's here. Your, uh, the San Antonio, San Antonio Spurs are invading your city. So we'll see hopefully how everything goes. Any sneaker news? Anything new on that front? Um, wearing the the Travis Scott Phantoms today that I made for the Spurs uh, games here with the the swooshes painted silver. Uh, that's the, the the newest ones, and today's my my first day wearing them out in the wild while I'm working here in the ER, and uh, um, that's been pretty exciting. I think they're the the FC and the Longhorn ones, and these Spurs ones are still my my uh, my newest acquisitions, and uh, mm-hmm. haven't thought about any any other ones yet. Uh, Going forward, I did see that uh, Austin Reeves signed that that deal with the same company as Keldon. Out of oh, really? China? Yeah. yeah, he's getting a signature shoe as well. And I think they're going to sell that one here, so maybe we'll be seeing Keldon's available stateside sometime soon as well. Imagine you get yourself a pair of those sneakers from him. That'd be nice. Yeah, I'm, I, I should I should expand my horizons. I'm pretty specific with my taste. Mm-hmm. With the the Jordan one, two, three, four, five, six, and eleven, and that, I mean that's I mean that's more than I can handle now. <laughs> Expanding out into other brands is is really gonna gonna be difficult for me. But, uh, yeah, oh, I did go and, see the the. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, so I just went uh, to the early premiere they did here at the Alamo Draft House of, of the the movie Air, and mm-hmm. they uh they had a lot of sneaker. Sneakerheads were at the show, and also uh, a lot of setup there that the Alamo Draft House does for for movie showings with Jordan uh, Air Jordan One stuff and Papa Shots and things like that. And it was it was a a really interesting look at at, at how things started with uh, the the sneaker business. You know, even with Converse and, and Adidas controlling it through the seventies and the the rise of the the NBA and then the rise of, of sneaker culture out of that. So it was yeah. a really entertaining movie and a good time. Yeah, I definitely want to check that out. It looks like a, a pretty good movie. Yeah, you're right up the alley for all sneakerheads like yourself. Doctor, we want to thank you for hum- joining us this entire regular season. Again, everybody, he's not done with us at all. He's not going anywhere. He's just going to scale it back a bit. Hopefully he doesn't come back because a major injury happened. But if it is happened, you know I'll be texting him and telling him what's going on. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Austin ER Doc. He is with the St. David's Medical Center. He's an ER doc. He's also with the Backstage Concierge Medicine Practice. And I take it you guys are busy, right? Oh, you got it. Yeah, we are entering concert season as the, the uh, weather gets nicer and, and got a lot of a lot of shows coming through and doing a lot of the uh, concierge and backstage along with FC and UT and then working at St. David's and Austin Emergency Center. So a lot of good things going on and, and staying busy. You hear, you hear that uh, collective crying right now? Those are Spurs fans right now knowing you're not going to get you once a week. We'll, we'll be back. We'll be back. And yeah. if, they, if something happens injury-wise, you put up the yeah. signal and I will be on whenever you need. And even even if just a touch of base with you, you know, even if nothing's going on, we'll think of something. You know, there's, there's obviously, you know, Sohan. I look to see what's up with him while he's been out for a very long time. Me thinks he was – the Spurs were getting him ready for today's game in Austin and then tomorrow's game, so – that's what I think what the big plan was. Or now that they got the one of the worst three slots record-wise, they'll be, all right, Jeremy, go play. Go entertain the crowds in Austin. And he's been in Austin. 
he's been in Austin. So I think we'll likely see him play either both of these games or one of these games right here out in Austin, Texas. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about off-season injuries, training? What do you think about the Spurs out in Austin right now? Let us know on Twitter. You can let Dr. Know at Austin ER Doc. Also on Instagram, Austin EM Doc. There you can check out his sneakers. And once again, he's with the backstage medical and concierge practice and also an ER doc at St. David's Medical Center out in Austin. Uh, make sure to, allow, to follow Locked on Spurs, YouTube, Ken's Five Plus app, you know, Odyssey app. Pick a platform. We are there just like Locked on Game to Game, Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts. So for Dr. Ryan McCorkle, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.